0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode five hundred and ninety-seven for the week of August twenty-first, twenty twenty-one. I'm your host, Chris here bringing you my caty clips on the stream. Look at here. Don't No, this is a this is a RPG newscast, RPG news web podcast, fan. RPG Cats, RPG Cats, and she left the bed.
1: We, we do have a lot of cats on the cast.
0: If you're watching live on Twitch.tv/RPGamer you can see the cat joining me, Kelly Ryan,
1: alive from my week-long gaming bender.
0: Ooh. Josh Carpenter. Hey there. anna Marie Privateer. Good morning. And you, the listener. It's like, you like those video games that always end with like, and you in the credits.
1: I like, I that. Always makes, like that. Always makes me feel special. And you. Oh, how come I'm not getting yeah, paid Yeah, I then? contributed.
0: <laughs> Where are my residuals? <laughs> <sighs> we got a show for you Sorry. today. Anna Marie, you weren't here last week.
2: I, I haven't been here in a few weeks. What <gasps> the heck? guess I should I dive into was... what I've been playing, Yeah, I? you should. All uh-huh. right. Um... I haven't been streaming for a couple weeks, so I haven't been on because I have been having health issues, and so I haven't been streaming because I've been having health issues, but I hope to be back to streaming this week. But since I haven't been streaming, that means I haven't been making any progress in Legend of Mana, but I am about 45 events out of the 65 events total in the game, so I should be finishing that up in about three streams, so potentially even this week. But... I've been playing a lot of different stuff offline, so um, I decided a couple weeks ago on a LARC because I wasn't feeling good. I didn't want to do Legend of Mana Stream, so I started Notia, which is um, a social deduction game, and the way it was described to me was among us with RPG elements, and so you're not playing against other people, you're playing against NPCs and you're inside of a ship that has a nosha infection and the nosha are eliminating um people every night and you are stuck inside of this time loop where you always show up immediately after the nosha has invaded the ship and you need to basically suss out all the nosha and win and that completes the loop, and you start over again. As you progress through the game, um, additional complexity to each loop is unlocked. So um, you unlock roles, so someone can be a doctor or an engineer. They can have guarded the ship and therefore n- definitely not be a Nosha. Um And then partway through the game, they introduce the concept of a an AC follower who thinks that the NoSha are the good guys, and so they're human, but they work with the NoSha. And they also introduce the concept of a bug. And so a bug can be eliminated by the engineer. Um, but if there's no Nosha and a bug left, you fail the loop. And so and you can be a Nosha, you can be the bad guy and have to so eliminate everyone all the good along guys. at home? <laughs>
1: I I have no idea what's going on.
2: It's I basically
0: want... a complicated game of werewolf.
2: Yes. Okay. So it's like Among yeah. Us. So someone's the bad guy.
0: You've got bad guys and sympathetics and imposters
2: and yes. all this other
0: stuff. The, whatever.
2: The, the thing that I but really it love matter. about NOSHA... It, like, it
0: doesn't matter, though, whether or not you win or lose the loop. You're just... Who right. cares? And
2: so it, it does matter because if you win versus you lose when you win you get more experience it just
0: makes the story get revealed faster yes it's still single player you're still kind of more visual novel than actual game it
2: is (laughs) well visual novels are games Uh, whatever yeah it is it is a visual novel with light rpg elements but here's here's the thing that chris is failing to strike out when you win you get a lot more experience than if you lose Mm -hmm. and that's really important because there are six stats that you're leveling up And as you level up stats, not only are you better at the social deduction game as a whole, but you also unlock skills that you can use during the conversation phases to try to figure out who's the notion or to try to hide the fact that you're the notion, the bad guy. And so as you go through these loops, if you fulfill different um, requirements, which are kind of hidden, you start to learn more about the crew members And you start to learn their habits because all of the NPCs have specific ways that they act under specific circumstances. And they all have the same stats, the same six stats that you have, and they all have varying levels of it. So, for example, there's one stat called stealth, which is when you use skills or accuse somebody of being a nosha, it attracts attention to you. And if you gain too much attention, people think you're a nosha and they'll kick you out of the game. They'll put you in cold sleep. And that you fail the loop if that happens. Um, There's one NPC that he has like supremely high stealth. And so he can if he's a nosha, he's really scary. Because he's very good at accusing people without getting accused in return. Um, But yeah, it's sort of interesting going through the loops and sort of discovering the different habits of the people, depending on whether they're good guys or bad guys, because like Chippy, who is in the process of turning himself into a cat.
0: It's a long story. It's a long
2: story. (laughs) (laughs) He only works with people when he's a no show. So if he asks you to become to to a lie with him or if he asks anybody else to ally lie with him, it's guaranteed he's infected and he's a bad guy. Um, There's another one, Gina. She's really, really quiet. She will only accuse people if she's human and she will only defend people if she's NOSHA, the bad guy. But it took me forever to figure that out because she's so quiet. It seems like there's no rhyme or rhythm to the things that she says. So it was cool. So,
3: so, so the end game of this is just to see the whole story since yes. every single time it can be a different person, even yourself, that can be the uh, the Nosha.
2: Correct. And the one thing that the game does to help sort of drive you towards those story bits is is partway through the game, like fir- after the first third of the game, you actually get um, a way to pre configure how the next loop is going to act. And so, like, you just press the X button for event selection, and it will be like, all right, in in order to trigger this event, you need 12 people. Two of them have to be Nosha. There has to be a bug. And there's no doctors in this loop. And so, like, you play through it and hope that you have the right selection of people to, to actually trigger the event in that loop. And if not, you can go back to the start of the loop and use that selection again and hope that it has the right amount of people. So there is some luck to it. Um, there was one particular event I was having just a big heck of a time triggering because there's 15 people on the ship maximum and one of the events I needed nine people so not the full complement and I needed one specific person to be a nosha and one specific person to be a human so they're not ever guaranteed to show up in a loop because there's only nine out of the 15 and then you have to hope that those two particular people are in the correct roles to trigger the event.
3: That sounds really frustrating.
2: It is. And I mean, the nice thing is, is if you end up not getting a loop that works for you, you can basically um, bow out of it by getting yourself cold slept very quickly. Or you Uh can try to solve it and get a whole bunch of experience. Like there's no wrong way to end a loop. And even if you get a loop that doesn't unlock additional story, finishing it gets you experience, and you use that experience to buy more stat points, which in turn helps you play the game better. So there's never a wasted loop.
3: Yeah, it's got the roguelite elements almost. <laughs>
2: yes. And so um, after nosha which ended up being a pretty intense story, I needed something a little bit lighter. Um, so I played a hero and a garden. Um, and the premise of this game, it's just, it's a little visual novel. The premise of this game is you are a hero that busted into the monster city and broke a whole bunch of things. And now you have to work off your debt to the monster city because you went there to save the princess, but you were very wrong about what actually drove the princess to this monster village. (laughs) and so it's nice you you learn about all the monsters that live there and you discover like hey the princess wasn't kidnapped by the monsters she fell in love with the witch and she moved there
1: i i love our games that turn the whole hero trope just and monster trope just on its head
2: yeah no it's fantastic it it doesn't take very long to finish it's like a three or four hour long game i thoroughly enjoyed it i like sat in bed and played it and loved it um i've uh, Chris and I also played uh, 12 Minutes yesterday because it hit Game Pass. We did. What did you think of it, Chris?
0: <laughs>
2: so it Great also, concept. Creepy
0: yeah, ending. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it is also a time loop game, kind of similar in the vein of Nosha. Um, mm. And so you are a guy that comes home from work. And your wife is like, I have a surprise for you. And you sit down and you eat some dessert. And she announces that she's pregnant. And then a guy busts in who says he's a police officer and he has a warrant to arrest you. And he handcuffs you. He handcuffs the wife. And then he proceeds to strangle you to death. <laughs> and then the looper sets. And you're back at
1: the front door again.
0: If you try to leave, the looper sets. Yes.
1: So uh, is this the one? Is this the one that they've been advertising yes. with, like William Defoe and Yep. Uh... Mm-hmm. So Willem Daisy Defoe yeah.
2: is the cop, yeah. and Daisy Ridley is the wife, and I, the husband is also a famous actor, but I'm blanking on his name. James Devar, I don't know.
1: James McAvoy. Yeah, that's yeah, there it. There you go.
2: And I know him from something. I'm just blanking on what.
1: Um, The newer X-Men movies? Yeah, he's Professor X. Yes.
2: And so, voice acting, top-notch. Beautiful visuals. Very confusing plot. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, Chris and I are both annoyed because the only really good ending doesn't even trigger the credits. (laughs) It just triggers another loop.
0: Let's not... I don't know what we should say about the ending, but...
2: There are multiple
0: endings. I have, this is like... You know, I talked about um, uh, Backbone a while back and being very dissatisfied with how that game ended. And that was an adventure game. That was the one where you're a raccoon. Okay, never mind. This I is remember, another I one remember. of those where I'm very unhappy about the writing ending. Yeah, we... But I really liked it while it was going. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to feel about this garbage.
2: We... <laughs> Both really liked the writing and the voice acting's really good and the art's beautiful and like the mechanics of the loop are really interesting um but, but we repetitive. hate the endings
0: also the loop mechanics get real repetitive and annoying mm. and to like the point where we used a guide just to finish up the game like cuz we were like I, this is so fiddly i i'm not having fun filling this water mug again <laughs> because <laughs> it's like you're interacting with physical objects which is like great but nobody wants to keep doing that and it's like they give you short so one of the things time loop games is do is kind of give you shortcuts so you don't have to physically well you don't have to yourself click through all the individual things you do again and this does mm-hmm. give you those shortcuts and conversation options so that you don't have to remember the exact precise lines of dialogue anymore it'll just say like just do the thing that that proves this thing to this person which is fine Um But as far as certain setups to get into certain situations and states of the game so that you can get further interrogations going, it doesn't give you shortcuts for that stuff. And that's annoying. (laughs) There is a
2: point where getting your wife unconscious is like 16 steps. Yeah. (sighs) And you have to do those steps in essentially the same order every time. And if you screw them up. You have to reset the loop and do it again.
0: And if you screw up after doing all that, you have to do it again because you screwed up after doing all that. And and that sort of stuff just becomes tedious. But this is a four hour game. So like even with all that tedium, like we're talking four hours. So you you can get over it. You can deal with it. I mean, for us to
2: get all of the endings we cared about, it took us six.
0: Because I had to replay it because I accidentally reset progress because I didn't know there was a little thing I could do to get other endings.
2: Yeah. So there are some endings that are points of no return, and you have to just reset the whole game and do it again.
0: Mm-hmm. And there are some get endings that you can just basically take your last loop and go back through again. Yep, it's weird.
1: As <laughs> so, long as you can skip cutscenes, which I hope nope, you can. Uh,
2: And in fact, there is a fast-forward dialogue, forward dialogue skip, options, but, but it's, it's broken.
0: Yeah, it's per uh, line. It's not broken. It's just not, not great. good. Yeah. <laughs> So like not you, know, you have to like pound X a lot, which is fine, except that when at the end of that a dialog menu comes up and you might accidentally hit X on a choice you don't want. Though I think they were good about not highlighting them by default. So yeah, it's it's got issues. And the thing that confuses me is the game looks polished. So that's good. But why does it have all these little issues and annoyances after how freaking long it took to come out? Like, what were they revising? And Anna says, "Oh, all the animations, all that graphical polish. It's like, well, maybe they shouldn't have put the effort into the graphical polish. Then. <laughs> maybe there's other things they should have worked on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it could definitely use like a QOL pass. And honestly, if they patched it with just some cute, just some little QOL. But this tweaks, is one of those things, if you do would too much better.
0: QOL, then it turns into a visual novel. But, but it is a visual novel. Yeah, it would probably work better Is that. But that even then, that ending
1: yeah any game where there's a th- <laughs> where you have to do repetitive stuff but you can't skip the cutscenes that's just a annoyance that should be what's, illegal what is the uh,
0: what's the twitch emote where the guy just makes a face like Ugh. yeah that's the end yeah. of this game
2: <laughs> so i mean i think we still recommend it
0: maybe as a talking point but like honestly if you're not going to talk about it with anyone maybe just keep going Play uh play that Groundhog Day time loop game instead the VR one or something else,
1: the <laughs> one that's of... actually a sequel to Groundhog yeah, Day.
0: Yeah, that one. There's lots of there's lots of time loop games you can play. You don't have to play this one. And I know you're like, but Chris, I was so excited for this one. Believe me, so was I. <laughs> but maybe don't worry so much about this
1: one. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. oh that seems like a theme this week yeah (laughs) especially since you guys played played some of these games on game pass and i paid money for one of them and deeply regret it oh you're gonna tell me
0: about that What, what is it
1: yeah josh played it too so i want his thoughts I played Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh my God, Kelly.
0: I started playing Boyfriend Dungeon and I got like, um, I don't know, about 20 minutes into it. And I said, this feels so great. It's so polished. It's so fun. And But it's so not for me because I'm not getting to make the relationship choices that I would identify with. But this is so good for Anne. I, I got to go get her to play it. And she said, no, yeah. I'm going to stream it later. Cool your butt. And I'm like, oh. So I'm <laughs> yeah, interested um... to hear how you liked it.
1: Well, be happy you bailed early because oh. that's the thing. It it is really good for all two dungeons that you play through. <laughs> yeah, it's well, definitely
0: not a long
3: game. What's wrong
1: with being short? It it feels comically short, like almost unfinished. Oh. Short is the problem Ooh. because it's like okay, I get through the second dungeon, I, you know, and the the whole thing with theme with the dungeons is that they're your inner fears.
0: Satisfying ending. And, no oh uh, and yeah why do you only have two interferes
1: i i don't know <laughs> but it's like when you when you find out the interfere in the second dungeon it's like okay i can't wait to see what my third interfere is gonna be oh that was no, it that was it there's only <laughs> two dungeons are you sure you're not bots. missing
0: like a whole new path that you're supposed to secretly unlock or
2: something nope
3: oh <laughs> well oh. you don't even have to finish that second dungeon i didn't finish the what? second dungeon i finished the game yeah <laughs> Okay. Because there's the final boss that you can yeah. just go and fight and beat him. Oh, yeah. one of those. So, yeah. So
1: what are your thoughts, Josh? Because it was like, I was really having fun and then saw how short it was. And it's like, I can't believe that I wasted my money on this.
0: So wait, <laughs> hold on. Get, set the stage for me in Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, what do I do? Am I like what? What does it mean? You're boyfriend dungeon? Going
1: into a dungeon, and you have different weapons that you can uh, bring. That's into the, the story.
0: Is just you're going into a dungeon,
1: and well, the weapons are people that turn into weapons, and you get to to, to date the weapons. No, and the the story is you you're staying
0: with your cousin or something because you yeah. are. <laughs> I think you legitimately are spending a summer with your cousin so that you can get laid. Yeah, or to a date, get a can... date because <laughs> yeah. you have commitment issues or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and out of nowhere, just it's normal in this world that a there are dungeons. B you go into them and your fears are manifested into them. C some people turn into weapons and other people yeah. wield those weapons. And yeah. it's totally cool. not creepy, weird, or or in any way sexy that you wield someone as a weapon. So I
1: mean. Uh... I made an inappropriate joke on Twitter about you know a sword sending me an inappropriate picture of itself, and the joke was that it just sent a picture of itself as a sword. Yeah, which how it pressed the selfie button as a sword, I don't know. We don't,
0: we don't ask. <laughs> so I love that. Just, just accept it, sort of like yeah, yeah. we're yeah. not going to justify this. We acknowledge it's weird. We're just doing it for this game. Which now and again. You can deal with that. You don't have to justify it all.
3: That, that's, that's the way to go. Go in full hog and we're, yep. we're just going to own this. This is our, our conceit. Deal with it. Yeah.
0: So then it's a, all of a sudden like so you meet a sword who's going to teach you how to sword better. Yeah. And, because you if can't turn into a sword yourself. So you're just one of the first people.
1: weapon. The first weapon you get is a fencing foil. That's yeah. a guy and he's a fencing instructor. So he's it's a snazzy you dresser yeah teaching you how to wield himself i'm sure he was inspired by Edgar selva oh just the, the way that character model looks but um but yeah and then you find other swords in the dungeon as you're diving through so you find a dagger who's a chick that used to be a criminal and you find a laser sword that used to be or is a um k-pop, idol. Bull, k-pop yeah, idol k-pop yeah. idol um
3: I, I pissed him off somehow, and he wouldn't date me.
1: <gasps> Josh!
3: <laughs> I don't even remember what I did.
2: Oh, I just think that was kind
3: of cool. You could say the wrong thing, and they'll just like, no, not oh, not to. Not Idris Elba is
0: Heimdall. I didn't know that. Huh? Okay. It's Heimdall from Thor. That's Idris Elba. <laughs> you know Heimdall, Anna?
2: Yes.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, I didn't know this. All right anyway, so
1: of course, my favorite character ended up being the cat that's brass knuckles. so can
0: you date the cat?
2: Yes
1: yes, wait, I, I thought you cat. couldn't date the cat you can
0: I thought you could only have a platonic relationship with the cat
2: no, that was the stretch goal to date the
0: cat or to have a platonic relationship with the cat
2: to date to for the cat to exist
0: okay.
1: I don't want to spoil his story. He has a very touching story, but um. You're so not going to have sex these... with
0: a cat, right? No. Okay. No. 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 Just no, no, making no. sure. Nothing,
1: nothing <laughs> It's weird not like
0: that kind that, of he... game. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say it's story.
2: probably closer to um the Ken story in Persona Three. Mm. That's the way it was explained to me, anyways. Mm. Is that accurate, Kelly? Or oh, where you
0: build a relationship with one of the kids in the Persona games? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah.
1: And you know you're you're. Talking with all these people via um, text messages on your phone, but the cat's text messages is his owner, and his owner's like, "Hey, I'm letting him out. It looks like he's going to the museum."
0: Oh, I was hoping to be uh, like, <laughs> "Yeah," <you know.
1: laughs> or, or just fish emoji, fish Incom- emoji, <laughs> incomprehensible. And that uh, and those parts
3: of the game are like really well done and polished. It, it you know it's very. Well, I guess it is like Persona Five did that too, where you had conversations over that. But this feels a little bit more lively and interactive, where you're having, where, you know, like you're you're having like a real text message interchange with the characters.
1: Yeah, and and. <laughs> I had Chris's issue, too, where there was, like, none of the characters that were really my type, so I ended up dating Sunder the War who's the uh, kind of smoldering, horn dog sexy person. And, yeah, Whoa. he's pretty cute.
0: I don't want later, him. Later I wanted, I game, wanted to they, date the girl at the club he introduced me to.
1: Yeah, you can't date her.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's my problem. <laughs>
1: but later later on in the game, you go to a Fourth of July barbecue where they introduce you to this kind of uh, – bear type, which is my type, and he even says that he's an axe, but then he just kind of goes off at the end
0: of the summer. They must not have met that stretch goal.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wasn't in the campaign at all. I don't remember yeah. seeing anything about an axe. It's probably uh, one of those things where they they are gauging interest in him.
0: Do DLC if, later. Yeah. yeah.
2: And if they see a lot of sort of uh, hype around him, then they can make him into a DLC character.
1: I mean, if if they do a free update for this game,
2: they are doing both or... free and paid updates. They have said, okay,
1: okay, good. but because I, that... I really wanted to like it, but I can't recommend it to anybody unless you have it on Game Pass because you'll finish it in a day.
3: Yeah, it's short. That that is fair. Well, like, how much I, is I, it? That's if it's cheap, be... who cares?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think the
3: idea is supposed to be—it's it, very much one where you're supposed to play it over and over again to see the different paths. You yeah. know, um,
1: a- after you max out a six-star relationship, you get an item that let that doubles your relationship points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I managed to max out all the weapons in the entire game. I was like, okay, I, g- I guess I'm done with this.
3: Yeah, you're pretty much done
1: <laughs> <laughs> for now. um also gen- generated a little bit of controversy about um content warnings.
0: Oh, okay, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, we should probably uh, delve into this. It, l- it sounds like the the main enemy of the game is a stalker. Yeah, so and they didn't clearly declare that, and that's triggering some people. Even though there is a big old warning at the front that hey, this game's got a stalker in it. If this is a problem for you, be warned.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I mean, they they definitely sort of put an upfront warning that's like, hey, there may be content in this that is considered upsetting for some people. So like, you know, well, know that going into Let me read to you what it, it says,
0: exactly. Okay. This game may include references to unwanted advances, stalking, and other forms of emotional manipulation. Play with care. Which seems like a reasonable warning to me. And if you didn't have that warning, I wouldn't think you necessarily had anything I needed to care about. And the fact that you have that warning tells me you very much have things I need to think about. But like, apparently that wasn't a good enough warning because that word may in there.
1: Yeah. And people were awful. They, they were harassing the voice actor that does the bad guy, which if you do that, you're a horrible person.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Harassing voice actors. They're not the same people. Yeah. And like, I, Uh, It was really weird because for the
2: first couple of days that Boyfriend Dungeon came out, there was sort of this really weird discourse that's like, how could you possibly put this content in the game? It is terrible. It's like, yes, and the game goes out of its way to say this is terrible and people shouldn't be like this.
1: Yeah, yeah. that that character, you you talk about pissing off the K-pop star. I wanted to piss off that guy so he would leave me alone.
3: <laughs> yeah i mean it was apparent from the very beginning that dude is creepy you want to stay the hell away oh, from oh <laughs> so
0: the original warning wasn't as specific this is the updated warning so okay. maybe that's part of this as well um
1: but that being said, oh the original harass- warning
0: said this game explores sensitive topics including stalking and emotional manipulation throughout the story it also touches on domestic abuse and kidnapping i'm so confused
1: i didn't get to that I don't remember anything about kidnapping.
0: That's not the original warning. That's this person. You know what? This is all a mess because we're reconstructing history after the controversy broke and nobody remembers. The point is there's some stalking in, in this game. That's a problem for with you. Don't play it. If you don't like getting texts from your mom, they let you turn that off. And if, I for think for whatever reason that's an issue for you yeah, they give that Yeah, and they I mean I think that was well.
2: maybe sort of tied into the air quote controversy is like you can opt out of text messages with your mom. But only if but you, you do it at the beginning. But you can't opt out of the text messages from this creepy stalker. Well, I mean that's and the like, plot though. Right, and that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, that's the counter argument. People people are like, well, I don't know what you can do with this and not the other one. It's like one is plot, the other one isn't. Now, is
0: this one text. of those situations? You know how people who, who try to deal with trans issues and aren't trans or don't have adequate writing chops for it shouldn't deal with those issues? It usually turns out bad. Is this one of those things where they shouldn't have made this story?
2: Why? No, I don't, think so. I don't people, know. I mean,
0: I'm just trying to understand. Like, that's a thing over there. Like, if you if you don't have the writing chops or the right background for some of these things, you shouldn't tackle them. Should these people not have tackled this story? Or is this more just the fact that it exists is the problem, not how they deal with it?
2: There's a strange keep keeping to say that you can't discuss stories of abuse unless you haven't been abused. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's I've just horrible. heard this before with like the trans characters. In sure, games. but like, I think that it's okay. a different. I I think that you're trying to make one pile with two disparate issues. Thank
0: you. All right. Educate me, please. I'm trying to understand.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I just I think those are two distinct situations. Okay, And also, I think that it's erroneous to presume that uh, the fact that the team has a whole bunch of women that none of them have ever um, been stalked online. Right.
0: Yeah, that's probably not realistic is it <laughs> <laughs>
2: No Chris <Yeah. laughs> Oh so, why So are we what laughing? did you think that's about so the... Okay
3: So Kelly what did you think about the actual gameplay?
1: I mean the gameplay was fun. I couldn't get enough of it in the dungeons and stuff. And that's why the fact that there were only two dungeons kind of made me irritated because I I I wanted so much more and it, to me it felt unfinished.
3: Yeah. Like, I, I think the, I mean, there's a lot going on in the game. You've got a decent little crafting system. You've got, like, the dungeons themselves have, like, secret paths that you can go down. It, uh, yeah, what's there is very polished. And, like, I had a good time with it. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you might be upset if you spent, I don't know what the uh, going prices th- were. I think
1: it was, like, 30? 17
2: bucks. Oh, that's right. There was a launch discount, wasn't there? Yeah.
3: Ooh, thirty would be yeah, a bit much.
1: Hang on, it I've 20? got the receipt somewhere. On, I want to say it was like seventeen.
2: Grand dungeon.
1: I mean, it it wasn't like I felt like I overpaid for it, but at the same time, I kind of wish I would have waited. I'm confused. Until there Is Fox a
0: publisher or a developer? Yes. Oh,
2: it's 19.99. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. Okay. It's not 299. It's 1999.
0: They are on break for two weeks now.
2: Yes. They they did a whole bunch of media stuff, and then they basically put out a statement that's like, hey, guys, this uh, burned us
0: out. Well, no, they just released a game. The game.
3: Well, They're yeah, the game they, they put out the game, and then they did
2: a <laughs> media tour, and, like, Tanya Short has basically come out and said, hey, guys, putting out a game is intense we're going to take a break
0: which makes sense i mean,
1: I mean you know about about that more than us yeah. <laughs> the surprise putting out <laughs> a game launch is hard but it is I, like I, and, 12
2: hour days for the first week at least yeah more more if your game is popular
1: yeah and and i feel kind of bad for taking a crap on it because it is an indie game i just i kind of wish there would have been more content
2: i mean yeah I don't think that you're taking crap on it. I think you have a legitimate criticism, yeah. and I feel like no game, including indie titles, are immune to discourse.
1: No, no, you're you're right. I that, the the whole two dungeons thing would would have definitely knocked a whole point off of my review had I actually if I was going to write a review for this, just because it does feel short.
3: Uh- I don't know. I feel weird about it because there's so many games I play that just go on for way too long, long after they've run out of ideas. This is oh, one yeah. where, like, I feel like you're you're probably fair. Like, it feels like it. I don't know that it needs to be a 30 hour experience or anything, but it seems like they probably could have fleshed out another dungeon and that would have made it feel a little bit more, a little bit more balanced. But yeah. Like, what's there is extremely polished and impressive. So in that sense, like, it's much better to get get something that feels... What's there feels very finished rather than getting something like you sometimes get from an indie where some of the ideas are half-baked and not actually fleshed out, you know?
1: Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with some of the free updates and DLC if there's more more weapons to date or more dungeons to delve into.
3: But but that is the difference with like coming at it from game pass where it's just like, well, it's free. I downloaded it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already paid and,
3: for it. So it's just like, ah, uh, if it's not good or, you know, and, it's short, whatever, I don't care.
1: And I, I'm blaming Peter for this because he was taunting me with uh, the pictures of the cats. It's like, Kelly, you would love this game so much. You date a cat. Like, hey, <laughs> Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs>
2: And the funny thing is, is I don't think he's actually finished it yet because he's been really sick this week. Oh. So don't spoil anything for him.
3: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of cats, you finished another game that doesn't have cats in it.
1: Um, Monster Hunter? Yeah. Monster Hunter Stories 2. I was going to let you go since you finished Fuga.
3: (laughs) Well, I don't know that I have too much more to say about Fuga. I did finish it off. I didn't. Didn't end up having to stick any kids in the tank, so I got like the In the good cannon, ending. you mean? In the cannon, yeah.
2: Like everybody, yeah, they're all in stuck the in the tank.
3: Hey, but yeah, I didn't have to. Didn't have to shove anyone into the cannon. So,
2: man, I feel like I want to play that game and load every kid into the cannon just <laughs> to see the result. See didn't someone try, try that? Get get you.
0: Like you can't kill them all or something.
1: I mean, it's possible to do a battle with one kid. Mm-hmm. Just, just one because I was trying to. So I had screwed up a social link, and there's an auto save so that you can't go back. But no if you have coming. a game over, then you can go back. So I was deliberately trying to lose a battle so that I could go back and fix my mistake. And yeah, I took all the kids out of the cannon and was just letting the one die just fixed to, you know, tank the battle, and. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, it makes sense that you could only have, have one kid in a fight, just because if you've cannoned all of them, and that's the only one you have left, so I don't know. It, it, it's certainly possible, but it would be very, very difficult, because you're balancing so much in Fuga, you know, trying to, to delay the attacks, trying to hit the weaknesses, trying to bring down the um, the armor, ratings yeah. and that I, I can't imagine doing that last fight with one kid
0: hmm.
1: so yeah I'm, I was happy that my advice helped you Josh
3: yes yes your your advice on like uh, what characters to kind of concentrate on the social links for did did help did help me get the good ending so I, I'm, I'm like I finished that I feel good about my my one good ending so I probably like I don't think I'm gonna go back and try and see everything. I've yeah, seen what you, I wanted to
1: you're not missing out on anything seeing the worst and pretty much the worst endings all it shows is what happens to all the kids but with the ones that you can uh, um, walked out and something I also tested is that that one character that's a story character you cannot canon
3: well that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, it does, but I kind of wish that they would have done an alternate route where something else would have happened if you would have something else
3: horrible. Cannon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but not so much. No. Um, uh, the other thing that happens is that if you have any kid up till that point, then that last fight it makes you do one.
3: Oh, you have to sacrifice someone. Oh, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, versus, you know, what happens. It's
3: like, we, we know you're a terrible person, so here, shove another one in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I appreciated the fact that the the ending kind of gave a nod to Soldier Robo.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Like, for, you know, God, it's been a decade since I played that game, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember all the this stuff from vaguely from Soul to Robo. That's where that came from. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm um, going get it, get to it be top of mind doing Soldier Robo backtrack in a couple of weeks.
3: Oh, Anna, you got to play this game because it has the option for all the characters to uh, uh, speak in French. What? Yeah.
1: Ooh. That's,
3: that's the conceit is that everyone in this uh, land is speaking French. So that's one of the options. There is no English voice acting, but there's French voice acting.
1: <gasps>
2: oh, I need
1: to play this game.
2: See? Yeah.
1: No idea, played through all of Solo to Robo, had no idea that all of those characters were speaking French the whole time, but with Japanese voice actors.
3: (laughs) It's one of those things I only vaguely, vaguely remember from Solo to Robo, that the whole conceit about everyone speaking French and thinking that was weird at the time. (laughs) And some of that actually gets explained in Fuga because Fuga is sort of a prequel to it. It's very good. Everyone, ever, you know, like people, if it sounds remotely interesting, you should give Fuca a try. Because yeah, it's it, it's a surprisingly good game. I, I was just so impressed with it.
1: It's a really good game. You'll finish it in about 10 to 20 hours. And it, it I know we were joking about how sad it was going to be. It really isn't.
0: Yeah, we're, no. I'm glad I was wrong about that because. Yeah. But that's sure how they painted it to be. <laughs>
1: I mean it's it's only as sad as you make it. If you're a horrible person, you're going to get sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if you're not good at the game, I guess.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, like like I said, I enjoyed the the tension that it gave you in the the battles where it's like, "Oh no, I don't want to have to sacrifice a kid." That would so be terrible. I guess
2: here's my question. If I yeah. suck at the game and I have to start shoving kids in cannons, Kelly is there a Josh new game plus you're fine. where I can like um It's looped, Anna. So there is like a loop where I can sort of take my experience and progression that I gained initially and apply it to a new run. Yeah,
1: everything, everything carries over in a new game.
2: Okay. That makes me feel better. The whole point
0: is that you've, I think the flow is supposed to be that you have to sacrifice some kids the first time, fewer kids the second time, and then eventually get good enough to never have to. And if you're real good, you probably could just do it the first time through.
1: Yeah, that—that that, I mean, I had such anxiety thinking that I was going to have to do that, and one fight kind of tricks you into thinking you're going to have to do that. But after I played that fight, and I realized what I did wrong, I was like, "Hey, Josh, just—Hey, do you have
0: this- to do it in the tutorial fight?
3: The first yes, time yes, through? Yes, the tutorial. Yeah, the very first tutorial oh, fight. So you, do you have, have to, to do
0: at least two loops to get a perfect.
1: No, well,
3: the, the tutorial. tutorial fight. The Go tutorial ahead. mission's only like. I don't know, what was it, like 10-15 minutes or something like that? It's just kind of show you what you know,
0: show yes, you what's going on with the battle But then system. you would have sacrificed a kid so you have the to start the game over. tutorial back,
1: mission turns back time.
0: Oh, okay. Well then. There you go, Anna. You're good to go. Okay.
1: Yeah, It is a really good game. Um, I'm I'm hoping that maybe Cyber Connect and Limited Run will get get together and put out a physical version because I will happily um, double dip on this.
0: You know, we had the other games in the series, Anna, but I think you sold them. No. Oh, oh
1: my
2: god! How many times do I have to tell you they were stolen?
0: Oh, well, <laughs> you let them get stolen out there. <laughs>
2: I'm going to go over there you should. and I deserve smack it. you with I an empty it. DS box. I, I The Solitaire Robo box is sitting on top of the DS okay, uh, shelves. And you know why it's sitting there? Because it's empty. Because it's empty.
1: Yeah, that's and that's one of my games that's like I would protect in a fire, not only because I loved it so much, but because it's so hard to find now. Like the card itself goes for 50 bucks. Actually, I think more than that.
2: But yeah, I was actually thinking of sending just the box to Gina because the box by itself is really valuable.
1: Yeah, makes me sad. That's such a good game. You also played the Tales of Arise demo.
3: Yes, yes, I played that this morning. Um, that's a Tales game. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much there is to say about it. I mean, you know, it's up for download for anyone to play. It's, it only takes like an hour or so. So it just kind of gives you a little hint of what the combat is like, but I mean, yeah, it's it's a Tales game. There's lots of stuff going on. I didn't know what the hell I was actually doing. That boss nearly killed me on the normal difficulty, but I somehow managed to pull it out. So I don't know. Very anime. <laughs> the uh, the yeah the little uh, cutscenes. Uh, God, what is it in Tales that they call skits? them? Skits. The skits. Yes. Like, those are kind of done, like, comic book style now, because oh. last time I played a Tales game, all the skits were just, like, talking heads, but this time they've kind of done it into kind of manga style, where they've got actual, the where they're... I guess it's... I think Scarlet Nexus didn't it do something like that for its actual cutscenes, which was also uh, Bandai, where they were uh, kind of doing it, like, manga style, but it's in the engine, something like that.
1: I but mean, those I That'd be an Alex question because he played Scarlet Nexus. I haven't played it, but it, if they're doing like manga style, that's certainly a improvement from past Tales games because I'm not going to lie, I get tired of the skits after a while in Tales games.
3: <laughs> yep, well, the, the, they're back and they've, they've added a little bit more to them, so that seemed neat. And I mean, it looks pretty good. It looks more like a PS4 game than a PS5 era, you know, game to me, but... It's certainly an improvement over, you know, recent Tales games, so...
1: Yeah, because um, Zysteria was not a good game at all, and Berseria was an okay game, but you really didn't know what was going on unless you played Zysteria. So I'm glad for a completely new Tales game. Mm-hmm. Um, th- what was the story like? Was it just like kind of a chunk of story?
3: Uh, they dump you in in the middle so you don't exactly know what's going on at that point um so and, and there's not a whole lot of story. you're just like going from one place towards this town fighting some enemies. It's just a little little chunk to give you some experience with the battle system, okay. which you know makes for a good little demo
1: yeah i'm I might have to check this out now because if it was like the first two hours of the game with no carryover i wasn't gonna play it
3: yeah there there is no carryover but like it it it's not like i don't think it's really like spoiling the story or anything for you it's just really enough there to kind of get a sense of how the game's gonna play
1: because i would like to check out the battle system
3: yeah i i was curious but i i think september is kind of too busy for me to pick it up but it's kind of on my radar now to like pick up once it gets cheap let's put it that way
1: I had it pre-ordered, but I don't remember how busy September is going to be for me.
2: Very.
3: Yes, yeah. I got the Judgment sequel. Well, for me, it's like Judgment sequel and uh, Get in the Car, Loser.
2: (laughs) Well, and September 2nd, if nothing else, is Kataria Fables. Ah. Which Kelly's going to play.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I've got... Need to cross off the unions with you since that already came out. Let's see. According to my sheet, I've got Katara Fables, um, Sonic Colors, and Tales of Arise. So, Katara, I'm playing on Switch, so I can double dip there. Um, NIS Classics Volume 1, I can hold off on just a little bit. So, yeah, I might be able to juggle both Katara and Tales of Arise. Oh, uh, I like, once. I want to
2: play the NIS Classics, but like, I know if I wait six months, I can get it for half price. <laughs> yeah. The problem with Nisa games, if, I, if I'm not going to play it on launch day, I'm just going to wait for the half price sale. Uh,
1: I only pre that, that because I, I think I got the special edition that came with the soundtrack. Oh, nice. Or an art book or something. I need to get my receipt to make sure it was like i i was gonna pre-order it on the nis store like the 90 dollar version and that one all the 90 dollar version came with that was different was the acrylic stands so when i saw that the um, best buy version just had like the book and the cd which is all i wanted it's like okay screw it. i don't need an acrylic stand i'm just gonna get this version because <laughs> I, I don't get the appeal of the acrylic stands and that seems like that's the new cloth map
3: it's cheap plastic. That's why they do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that just sounds like something that my cats will just rip apart.
3: It's it's something for them to knock off shelves. It's cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, that mine like to bite plastic.
3: Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But hey, speaking of stuff to knock off off shelves, so
3: <laughs> he had some good timing this week, didn't yeah. you, Kelly?
1: Yeah. Guess what game I finished, and guess what came in the mail the day after I finished the game.
3: <laughs> I think someone finished Monster Hunter Stories too.
1: Yes. So I, I was off work this week, and because I was off work, I, you know, I on paper i was like i'm going to do so much i'm going to clean the house and i'm going to get some painting done and pretty much all i've done all week is go on a gaming bender because I, I haven't had much me time at all all summer and it's been nice just to wake up get breakfast and then get on my couch and play games until lunchtime and maybe take a nap in between because of course the cats have got to come cuddle with me and they make me sleepy and but i've i've finished a couple of games or at least you know, Monster Hunter Stories 2, which, oh my God, that game is so fun and had such an epic story. And if you're disappointed with the Pokemon series at all, pick up Monster Hunter Stories 2 because it's like everything that Pokemon does wrong, done
2: Oh, that's the other thing that's coming out next month. The Nexomon, the first Nexomon game is hitting consoles. Oh, right,
1: right. We have a new story about that. yeah. I might hold off on Nexomon. (gasps) Traitor. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Because I got my fill of Nexomon with Extinction for a while.
2: Oh, man. I just I am so psyched to dive into the first one. Like, as soon as I finished Nexomon Extinction, I went
1: looking for the first game. And I'm like, oh, it's not on Switch. Yeah. So, um, the story was so good. Um... I know know that there's been complaints about the rock-paper-scissors battle system, and sometimes, yeah, it can get a little bit annoying, especially if you're constantly getting in fights, but you can pretty much run away from any fight in the game. And... If you're over leveled for an area, you can just hit um, the two shoulder buttons, and it'll automatically end the fight and give you, like, a maximum rank with all of the items that would have dropped from the monster.
2: <gasps> nice. That makes grinding so much easier.
1: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Especially if you've got new monsters, because, you know... You can redo quests so you can go to a low level area and just farm up a bunch of items and then turn in quests over and over again, and suddenly your monsties like caught up. Um, There's there's also expeditions, kind of like in Monster Hunter Rise, where you can send monsties out on quests for them to get experience or items or whatever. Um, God, what else is there that's so fun? And the skins, I love the battles, I love the exploration. Um, the story was really epic. Uh, every chapter in the game, you get like a partner character that's AI controlled. And sometimes the partner character like has a Monsty, And sometimes the partner character is actually a monster hunter, which kind of functions a little bit different, but it's still pretty cool. And yeah, uh, I don't know what it, what much else I can say. It was an an amazing game that I couldn't get enough of. And yeah, um, the second second I finished the game, the day later, my amiibos showed up that I had to import from Japan. See, I thought you all would laugh at that.
3: We're gonna laugh at your expense. Just you know, you you knew that was going to happen.
1: <laughs> oh, I totally knew it was gonna happen, especially after I you know marathon the second half of the game in 48 hours. It was just funny. It's like, you know, I finished this game. I wonder. Go out, check the mailbox. Yep, they're here. Yeah, <laughs> mine
2: mine are sitting one state away, um, waiting for DHL <laughs> to hand them off to USPS, because uh, where we live, the USPS does that, like, the last mile program, where they do a lot of shipping for DHL and FedEx and UPS. Mm-hmm. Our oh. house is also on a USPS training route, so we Woo. get wrong
1: mail all yeah. the time. I haven't had that happen in a while though. I when I sent Phil my extra copy of Monster Hunter Stories 2, that happened to him where it got delivered to the wrong house. <laughs> and I was very upset because he he didn't think he was going to get his game back, or he was going to get his game. And it's like, he paid me 100 bucks for that. I would have to give him his money back if he didn't get it, and then I'd be screwed out of the money I paid for that. But luckily, it all worked out. I wonder if he's even started that up yet. I'm not sure. But oh. yeah, Anna, and, and Chris, you guys need to play that game.
2: There's another game you played this week that I've been playing.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, so I got... So, I wanted something else to play, and you know, I've got, got my PS5 and wanted to give that a little bit of love. So, I ended up putting in Neo World Ends With You, and that one kind of grabbed me by the butt and sucked me in. <clears throat> in particular, um, I, I'm obsessed with leveling up pins in that game. I don't know why.
2: Well, because the game rewards you for doing so.
1: How does the game actually reward you? Because I've just been doing it to do it.
2: Um, so one, you do need to fill in the pin encyclopedia. But number two, when you sell pins, pins that are mastered sell for significantly more than pins that are unmastered.
1: Oh, okay. So like there's a
2: bunch of pins that drop from mobs and you can just like automatic, you can eventually uh, get a social link that lets you just sell them off. But yeah, if I've you take the that. time to master them and then sell them, they sell for like two times the value.
1: Okay, I need to start doing that then, especially since I've also been obsessed with just buying clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clothes horse. Yeah, every time I go there, it's like, okay, I need that and I need that and I need that. And I only learned yesterday that apparently the um, when you eat certain places that give you style points, it's a permanent upgrade. It is a
2: permanent upgrade, yes.
1: So I need to just go to the vegan restaurant and and then air in a can,
2: can
1: <laughs> binge on cans of air over and over again to get my <laughs> style up.
2: Well, and the nice thing is, is so one of the things that sort of sets uh, Neo: The World Ends with You apart from the first game is you have a social network. And as you progress through the game, you open up more nodes on this social network. And some of them are story related. Some of them are side quest related. Some of them are take a certain action and this node will unlock. Um, But one of the things that you can do is as you increase your relationship with a brand and as you eat at a restaurant over and over again, you can unlock like a loyalty node. And um, the loyalty node for brands gets you a really nice piece of equipment. The loyalty node for restaurant gets you a hidden menu item. And the hidden menu items are really, really good.
1: Yeah. I, I was at a crossroads yesterday because it was like, do I unlock the hidden menu item at the curry restaurant or do I unlock the thing that, oh, God, it was a really good one on the right side. And I can't remember what it was now.
2: Well, and the things that I've been doing is um, I've I've unlocked a lot of sort of those little ones. So now I'm working on sort of the game's quality of life improvements. So one of the things that I unlocked is I can just hold down the ZR button and it attracts noise to me.
1: Now I need to look at the social network because I, I know I needed to unlock the being able to chain 10 at once. Yeah, so
2: I think I've unlocked two of those because I remember doing a chain 12 at one point. And yeah, chains become really important because another new thing that they introduce in the game is um, scramble slams, where you have to um, build up points by doing um, certain encounters with either noise or human opponents and in order to get the amount of points that you need to unlock rewards, you have to chain together a whole bunch of noise with human enemies. And in order oh, to get yeah. the best chains, you need to be able to, one, have a high max level chaining and two um, be able to attract noise to you that that both of those things are really important and you only get yeah. them if you work through the social network.
1: Yeah, now that I've got a uh, fourth character, I need to go back and do that one in week one.
2: Yeah, I um, did it with five characters and I got to fifty five thousand points and you need um sixty thousand. So I was just like, Oh, so close.
1: Yeah, I was just I was doing it while I was talking with you guys last night on the phone mm-hmm. and was like, Oh, I'm already at sixty thousand, I can just breeze through the rest of this. Jelly. Um, So so the, the one that I was trying to unlock like last night that I really wanted was the bonus deck to to be able to switch between two different pin decks. Oh, yeah. um, Because I wanted one as my boss battle deck and another one as my leveling deck. Yeah, because if
2: you're doing random noise, you want like a whole bunch of AOE abilities. But when you're doing bosses, you tend to want like single target abilities. Mm-hmm. So having that second deck, I unlocked it as well, and I've, I've
1: been finding it very handy. Yeah, um, so some of those ones where you're holding like the two, the L two or R two buttons just feel broken to me.
2: Have you started to get Uber pins? Yeah, Uber pins are great.
1: Um, I also got another social network benefit that you don't have to hold the button to charge up the R one one anymore (gasps) which is also handy
2: i don't think i have that one yet i'm gonna have to look at you have so
0: many social network bonuses you don't even know what you have
2: (laughs) i don't think i have that one we'll have to talk about it after the podcast kelly because i don't want to spoil
1: anything yeah because that that one is really handy especially because you know, I was having my tail's muscle memory coming back where I was trying to button mash some of the fights, especially since I was multitasking and it was like, Oh yeah, I actually have to pay attention to these fights and, you know, not use up all of my one pen so that I can do the beat switch for the other thing. And yeah, it, it gets a little complicated, but it is so satisfying. There is a and-
2: lot of strategy in this game, but it feels really good when it all comes together.
1: Mm-hmm. And, Probably considerably less annoying because I remember I drove my dad up the wall with the original game. Yeah, just tap, 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 scrape, scrape scrape, tap, 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 like, tell, play something else. (laughs)
3: Dad, I'm busy ruining my bottom screen playing this game.
2: Yeah. I do appreciate that the pins are now button-based.
1: Yeah. And hey, I've always rolled with a screen protector, no matter what.
3: So that original game was one you needed it for. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. That, that and Owen, Rub Rabbits. Oh, and done. Or
2: Elite Beat Agents. Yeah, no. I think we're done everything that we've been playing.
0: I played a game called Dex on my Switch. Oh, that's right. It is a cyberpunk setting. I thought it was gonna be an adventure game, but it turned out to be more of a Metroidvania. Um It it's not a fantastic game, but it ain't bad. I had fun playing it. Um I do Yeah, you're know, if you're into the genre and want a sci-fi thing. I thought at first I was gonna bail on it, but I stuck with it, and I'm I feel good that I finished it up because things started getting less frustrating. Basically it has some uh control issues or some some combat issues which are just repetitive and boring and the autosave system is garbage. But then you start getting cybernetic upgrades and you don't care anymore because you can auto heal um, and you become super powerful and I love that feeling. So I got to that point in the game and um, that was good and I was exploring and find all sorts of uh, items and currencies and upgrading myself so they had that loop going for it. Pretty short. Uh, finished it in a couple nights. Um, had some uh, uh, had some malt uh multiple endings uh which are uh, <laughs> somewhere between frustrating and disappointing so it, it's got that thing going for it which seems to be a theme this week um other than fuga which i guess has great endings um <laughs> uh yeah so uh yeah check it out if you're into like kind of cyberpunk indie Metroidvanias from 2015 that have been released on the switch and were recently on sale 'Cause that's what it was for me. Uh it hit a it, it, it worked for me for where I was and what I wanted to experience at the time, so I like that. Now I'm started Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne and I'm trying to decide if I like it or hate it. Currently I'm That's I'm, a
1: fair assessment.
0: Yeah, currently I'm running around a building uh a park in the I'm in the, the new world, I'll just say, and I'm running around a building in a park trying to figure out how to get through this door that I can't and I can't seem to progress the game at all. So oh.
1: I had to look that up too. It was something really stupid.
0: Yeah, so I'm completely <laughs> stuck in the game, but I feel plenty powerful and the demon negotiations and stuff are way easier than I thought they'd be. Um, It's basically just talk to them and they're pretty much going to join you if you do whatever they say, which is not how I thought SMT worked. I thought it was a lot of.
2: There's do- a little more nuance to it than that. Well,
0: if there is, they're saving it for later because <laughs> it hasn't been happening so far. Okay. Right now, it's like, it's, I'm waiting to be double-crossed by someone to take all my items and leave, and it just hasn't been happening.
2: Oh, that happened to me more than uh, once. Okay.
1: And um, you're playing on normal? Normal, yeah. And you were complaining about the encounter rate last it's night. It's super high. Yeah, uh, on easy, it's so low that I thought that my game was broken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like I might I, turn it down to 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 easy right now, just to try and figure out what I'm stuck on, um, just without getting into as many fights while trying to do though do so. But uh, yeah, I, I'll let you know how I feel more about that next week. Um, see if I stick yeah. with it or drop it.
1: Because I had to look up how to get through that, and it was pretty obtuse. And I want to say I had to go back to a previous area to find a ferry.
0: That would that... make sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, I don't know. I, I know where you're at, but I can't remember off the top of my head what you have to do. Okay. Um Did did you see that I sent you a message that the, another Cyberpunk Metroidvania Narita Boy was on sale?
0: Oh, um I saw you'd sent a message about Narita Boy. I didn't know that was why you'd sent it.
1: Yeah, because it All was right. on I was waiting for that one to go on sale.
0: Narita boy. Is that like a Dorito? No. Oh.
1: Dorito Boy. I I I remember this is a pixel artie.
0: This is a pixel artie type one. Oh, this looks very weird.
1: (laughs) I I started that one up. I didn't put it on my list because I only barely scratched the surface of it. But yeah, it is weird.
0: Um, you know what the next cyberpunky. Oh, wow. That's you surf on a floppy disk. Okay. I'm going to have to think about that one, Kelly. The next one that I was actually considering doing was, um, the uh it's called recompiled or recompile it's a metroidvania where you're a hacker inside your computer program hacking the computer from the inside to prevent your own deletion and it is uh it's uh on game pass so free huh.
1: <laughs> save 10 percent on real compile on steam
0: i don't know if it's good or not though so you know
1: Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a review of Narita Boy if you give me a review of this. Of um, recompile, yeah, yeah, because uh, they sound like they're pretty much the same premise. They,
0: mm, well, they look very different though. Like this, they looks look ha- this has that sword and sorcery look to it. Um, this isn't by like Super Brothers or something, is it? No, Team Seventeen Studio Kova. Okay, never mind. All
1: right. Am Can I looking at the right game?
0: Uh, recompile. That no, I'm talking about Narita Boy was the sword and sorcery looking game. Recompile is, looks like Rez.
1: Okay, okay, I'm looking at the right game. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, it just, you're not photosensitive, are you? Uh, no. Because there's a lot of flashy stuff in Narita Boy, and I'm not photosensitive, and it was even kind of bothering me a little bit.
0: All right, nothing in the trailer I just watched bugged me, but, you know. Uh, the game, the only game, there's like a beat disaster rhythm game on PC. That's the only game I've ever had such intense flashing that I feel like it bothered me. Um, but I don't know.
1: And interestingly enough, the ending to Chrono Trigger when you beat Lavos and it flashes. Oh, yeah?
0: No, that doesn't. Bothered bother me. me. Oh, okay.
1: Hmm. But yeah, that's that. Um, I think we're ready to get into feedback. We are. We are. Featherhoof wrote we- it. We only had the one feedback from Featherhoof, so we asked, How do you feel about hey, it's out today style of releasing games? So from Featherhoof, I have become more and more a fan of those. Tired have I become of the march to the release date while dodging minefields of leaks and speculation. Whoa. The constant the constant <laughs> gunfire of endless complaints about a game gamers haven't even played yet. The onslaughts of trailers that get you excited for a game you won't get to play for months and, or years from now. The crushing wave of disappointment when something you've coveted for so long ends up not living to expectations. The hey, it's out today method hurts less if it stinks and feels so much more fun and exciting when it turns out to be good for me.
0: Okay, two things about that. One, holy crap, we must have touched a nerve, because he got out the thesaurus and all the writing (laughs) style guides and stuff, because, whoa, (laughs) there's some emotion being communicated there. Two, didn't this what happened with you with Boyfriend Dungeon, and it doesn't seem like it hurt any less for you?
1: (laughs) Nope that's exactly what happened
0: <laughs> it's out today oh i'm still unhappy <laughs> i I was,
1: <laughs> I was sitting there at the at the screen be like okay boyfriend dungeon slime rancher or axiom verge 2 well i played slime rancher i haven't played axiom verge once so i guess boyfriend dungeon and i'm disappointed <laughs> oh i did that wrong i need to disappointed disappointed <laughs>
0: All right, well, it works for Featherhood. That's the important part to know. Um, Do we have a new question of the week? Oh, demos, RPG demos. Do you play RPG demos? Did you try the Tales of Arise demo? Tell us your story about demos, how you consume them. Do you try them? Do you hate them? Do you avoid them? (laughs) Do you just wish they'd release the game today, darn it?
1: (laughs) Do you only give a crap if progress carries over?
2: Me, that's me.
1: That feels like that's the
0: new way, yeah. Which is yeah. the hardest type of demo to make? <laughs> Cause, well, not only because uh, the easy way to make that kind of demo is to more or less have the full game and with a with a gate in it, and then people hack it, and then they have the full game <laughs> for free.
1: Well, not only that, you know, if you make the cutoff point something where it's like, oh my god, I got to see what happens next, because that what that's what got me with both Monster Hunter stories. Mm. But I I also appreciate something like a bravely second where the demo is completely unique.
0: That was cool. I thought like that the, the demos demos are basically a free game experience that accentuate the main game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I well, wish maybe more not demos. the first
0: one. Did it the second one though had that or yeah. sorry the second. The second Brave, you know, the one that wasn't Bravely Default 2, but was <laughs> Bravely the Second. Sec- the, the other second? The other
1: second. The second 3DS game. Yes.
0: That had kind of its own story in the demo for the game. That was, oh, whatever. I give up.
1: I wish more games would kind of do that model. Because I, I, having it a nice separate experience, you know, you're getting a feel for the game, but it isn't spoiling the main experience. Mm-hmm.
0: That's gotta but be the you... hardest one to do because that's like a whole extra game you're making.
1: I mean, they they did a good job with it, they I did. felt.
0: Yeah, but it's square enix. We're not allowed to like them. They released the Pixel Remasters for too much money and they can't fix the font.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they've been hitting it out of the park this year with Neo World Ends With You, and I feel like there was another game of theirs i We love them this again, year.
0: they do no wrong. And of course they make Final Fantasy 14 which we like. All right. So <laughs> moving on, let's do some news.
1: Beep beep beep, uh, beep 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 beep. Do you guys care about Castlevania?
0: <laughs> sure. yeah, I care about this because this is a weird story. This is okay. the this is a Castlevania game that only released in Canada then was shut down, which means does that mean it was a uh, an online gotcha game? I don't even know. And now it's coming to Apple Arcade. <laughs>
2: So Canada is a pretty common country for soft launches. Mm -hmm. It's usually Canada, Singapore, Ireland, and either New Zealand or Australia.
0: So does this mean it failed its soft launch?
2: Um, It means that they pulled it back and decided to retool it. And whether that was pulling out all of the gotcha stuff to put it into the Apple Arcade program or something else, I don't know because I don't play Castlevania games, so I don't remember this game at all.
1: So Castlevania Grimoire of Souls is built as a full-fledged side-scrolling action title and will include over 60 levels, and it takes place sometime after Dracula has been sealed away, and you can play as Alucard as well as other unlockable characters, including Simon Belmont, Charlotte, Shanoa, Maria, and more. Charlotte, you can't have without Jonathan, so that you can go, Jonathan, Charlotte, Jonathan, Charlotte. Rocky! Oh,
0: wait. Different thing. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (sighs) I feel like I'm the only one that played Portrait of Ruin. And this, you probably show. are. You mm-hmm. Okay.
0: All right. So I've got a video up of Grimoire of Souls where they're playing his value card, and I'm trying. Oh yeah, it's definitely got micro. It's got currencies. So.
2: <laughs> so I presume they stripped those out for the Apple Arcade version. I, since I Apple assume Arcade so too. Games have no microtransactions. That's yeah. Like the, the, the other question,
3: those. Chris, is: Will it
0: actually work with controllers? Will it support them? I don't know anymore. Josh, I don't. Uh, I used to say yes, but apparently Capcom doesn't have to do that. So who knows if Konami does or whoever's releasing this?
1: I want to know how anyone can contemplate, comp, can expertly play a Metroidvania with touch controls.
3: Yeah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> That's why I'm wondering about the controller support. We'll see. It's on Apple Arcade. So if you got Apple Arcade, it's When's free. It coming out? You can try it, and if it's crap, it's... When's you know, it coming out? Whatever. When's it coming out?
1: Um, I, I just closed the news story, but I don't think it's sad.
3: No announcement yet. Just that it's um, coming.
1: We did get an, an announcement for Nautilus Epoch. This is an aquatic-themed story-driven action RPG uh, inspired by Chrono Trigger, Terranigma, Echo the Dolphin, and Abzu.
0: That's a lot of things to be inspired by.
3: And some of those are not traditional RPGs? I hope RPGs. they're taking
0: the, the, the outer space shooter part of Echo the Dolphin, and that's their, that's their inspiration. No? Probably not, huh? Nobody I never realized that. that I c- I oh, never, yeah, well, you go well, into space and you start using mind waves to shoot enemies. Like, oh. Kelly gets weird at the end. I only I mean, know because I... I watched someone speedrun it. <laughs>
1: I played Echo the Dolphin as a kid, but I had no idea what was going on. I can't in that play game. the
0: game; it's too hard. Yeah, uh, I think
3: like most people, I, I played it for a couple hours. Got you know, it was too hard, and I quit.
0: It's like I, I'm tired of dying, and the Genesis music sounds like farts, so I want to do something else. <laughs>
2: So, um, Baldo is hitting Apple Arcade August 27th. Layton Mysteries Journey is coming soon. What is all this? Castlevania is coming soon.
0: Oh, you're looking on the Apple Arcade Yeah, because we still
2: have Apple Arcade. So you can download it now. I can, like, what? choose Get on Castlevania Get. Grimoire.
0: Is there an exclamation point? No. No, there's not. It's just Get. Oh, it's a boring kind of Get.
2: Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> no release date yet. But, I mean, the fact that you can preload it does that usually mean That means it's means coming soon. soon, yeah. Not this week is about the only thing that I can say.
0: Does it actually download something if you click yes. it? Yes, yes. Whoa.
1: Well, we've also got uh, Lovecraft's Untold Stories 2 announced. Yeah, this, this is, is a weird looking a... one. Yeah, it, it's a it is a... a tactical game?
0: Sorry, it's a sequel.
1: I thought yeah. I read... It's a roguelite. Okay. Okay. Sequel to Un- Lovecraft's Untold Stories and is planned to release on Steam Early Access in October, though the full release window has not been announced. And yeah, I I don't know if we we didn't even have a review for the first one, did we? would have been linked here.
3: Yeah, I do not remember the first one.
1: But I guess if you want more roguelite Lovecraft action, then there you yeah, go.
0: Looks like you run around action fighting, shooting at enemies. Yeah, lots of shooting um, you craft items. It, yeah, that's that's some Lovecraftian style looking stuff. who you could play as like a voodoo lady. Looks like she's got like a floating green skull.
1: Um, we've also got Tor, uh, Queen's Wish" to the Tormentor announced from Spiderweb Software. Yeah, and these gonna... are the guys
2: that make all sorts of classic uh, uh computer RPGs.
0: Okay, I have a question. Okay. Yeah. How do they put out so many of these games?
2: That's what they do full time. Um,
0: But they can't all be good, can they? Because it's just a bunch of, like, old looking garbage. Well, garbage looking.
1: (laughs) There's a market for these. I'm going to direct you to a GDC talk from the guy that is in charge of Spiderweb software that gets into exactly why what they go through and the TLDR is that they put these out and they make it make just enough money to be able to fund the next one. Okay. And I can't spell GDC apparently.
0: I mean, that's effective. I've just, it's, it's just like I've, I've thought about, should I get into these? They look pretty rough as far as graphics and animations go, but like it, if the story is real good, that would be okay. But like when they're putting them out at this pace, how can it be? I mean, and I guess it's good enough. I guess yeah, it's supposed to be that's pulpy D and right?
2: the The problem is, is if we're going to have a conversation about Spiderwebs off, yeah, we're going to have to have a broader conversation about how not every game can be five out of five.
0: Right, right, right.
2: Okay. These are good games. <laughs> yep. Are they yep. exceptional? No. Are they bad? No. Okay. Are they my cup of tea? No, not at all. But like
0: if but it, like, like it it feels that Dex niche that I had this yeah, week. Yeah. Okay. It, there's
2: there's all of these games that we have to stop poo-pooing because they're great but not spectacular and they're good not terrible. I just, I just terrible. felt
0: like here's my problem with the spiderwebs games. I don't feel like they evolve over time. <laughs> I feel like they keep Chris. releasing the same thing. And if they, if the engine kept getting a little better or a little flashier or something, some forward motion it would feel different to me
1: no nope? just watch okay. watch the gdc watch the talk, talk and
0: shut up okay I will. He,
1: he explains it very well it's a very interesting gdc talk and i i mean the title of the gdc talk is failing to fail the spider web software way
0: all right so, so don't knock it till i understand it all right yeah all right
1: it, it I mean, anybody should listen to that talk. It's a very fascinating look into you said, finding your niche and don't,
0: just uh, failing to fail. Don't knock the spider web. What would you say it was?
1: Um, failing to fail the spider web software way.
0: Failing to fail spider web software way. Got it.
1: I put it in our private chat. Thank you. It's it's a very good listen. I like listening to all of the GD talk, GDC talks, because you know they're just fascinating looks into how the sausage is made but that one in particular is just really fascinating but um they've got a kickstarter campaign underway for this new game for the funding goal of 40 grand that's running until september 16th and those who pledge at least 20 dollars will receive a digital copy of the game as part of their background
0: so report, they're so. liars what? If they need a Kickstarter, they didn't make enough with the last one to fund the next so one. So,
1: they
2: decided to go to Kickstarter <laughs> for funding to make it a bigger, better All game. All
0: right, fine. Yeah. Fine. I'm just saying, you told me one thing and that's uh, I mean that's, uh, those... their funding goal is 40,000. So, it's not exactly I mean exactly this lot. game
2: is going to come out either way, but if they get Kickstarter funding, it will be bigger, more polished. Yeah, of
0: course. 20 bucks gets you a copy of the game, by the way, if you want to kickstart it. That's what I said. Oh, sorry about that.
1: So um, Kelly,
0: Kelly, it's time to check in. uh, Actually, Josh, uh, it's time to check in on the monkey's paw from last week. (laughs) The Shining Force game has a trailer. This
1: this looks really fun. It looks okay.
0: It looks okay. So this is a game. It opens up with the lady. It looks like it's right off the Sega Genesis. It's got the girl in front of the giant book. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know her name. Um, And she's and apparently this game takes a place a thousand years after the other Shining Force games of which I guess we are calling Shining Force, Shining Force 2, Shining Force CD. We're ignoring Shining Force 3. I don't know how that fits in. So maybe someone else. knows. I
1: think Shining Force 3 is in it because I swear I recognized a fight. From the kind of sizzle reel. I mean,
0: is 3CD, is that is that no. where the confusion is? Okay, well, we got bird people, rat people, dog people, horse people, elf people, and people people, um, and little dragon people, and um, I forget what else. So lots of little, you know, Shining Force, strange characters going on. We have I mean, monsters and... Of...
1: Yeah? Sorry, all, all of these characters are from uh, other games. And um, it looks like you're going to be doing a lot of classic fights from the other games. Okay, um, just just from what I could see from the trailer, I I could be wrong. They could just could have just put those in the sizzle reel just to tease us. But like the one that I thought was Shining Force Three shows some uh, trains because there was a huge fight in a train yard in that game. In um,
0: so Max is from the first game, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is this Bowie guy from the second game? Second. Okay. Yes. And yep. then do we have the hero from the third game too? Is that one of them?
1: Or... I I didn't see him.
0: Okay. Or CD, whatever CD is. I don't...
1: CD was two Game Gear games ported to the Sega CD.
0: Okay. Um, And then it sounds like there's a main character, which like dual protagonists, guy and a girl. And, you know, they're faded magic people because they're babies that are glowing while floating down the water and stars shooting overhead. I don't know what's going on. So uh, That's
1: probably your avatar.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I assume you're going to pick one, <laughs> yeah. and that's how that works, but whatever. And uh, yeah, that's all we see. We see some glimpses of the battle system, which looks very shining for us of when you go and do an attack, it shows you an animation from behind your character, them jumping forward, attacking them, coming back. Um, and then you're in the town and the artwork's totally different. <laughs> yeah. Everything's very cutesy looking. <laughs> What's going on with that? I mean, I that's know. how
1: that's how Shining Force is.
0: Yeah. But like, I guess that's the evolution of that style. Since we're no longer pixel art, we now look very. Yeah, whatever. It's it's fine. And then uh, you kind of have those same models on the on the battle map. And that's all we know. We don't know how it's monetized at all yet, do we? Nope. Not yet. Yes.
1: I guess we'll find out. I will certainly give it a fair shake because worldwide launch, Shining in,
0: Force. worldwide launch for Android and iOS in 2022.
3: So we'll um, get to see if it's you know their version of Fire Emblem Heroes well, or I not. I can't
0: wait till next week where we see where the monkey paw takes us. <laughs>
1: um. Well, um. It's not wishing on a monkey's paw. I guess that's it. There that was a terrible transition. We've got new media about um, Pokemon Shining Force. Or, ah, or <laughs> Pokemon Shining, Shining Sh-
0: Force. Whoa, Pokemon Kelly, Shining this Force. is a big announcement.
1: <laughs> Shining Pearl and oh, Brilliant Diamond.
0: That's not as interesting. <laughs> Sorry. You, they,
1: they, did make a po- they did make a Pokemon strategy game, but they it did didn't sell well.
0: No. I want to so. say it because it wasn't good. What? No, it was fantastic. It. Yeah, I know. She was gonna say that. Okay. Do we even have that anymore? Or did we sell it?
2: Um, I, I think I might have sold the case okay. because I think that was oh, one that of the ones got that got stolen. stolen. Nah, that's too bad. Yes, that
1: makes me sad. So they, so they had a Pokemon Direct this week. Had like the first fifteen minutes of it was nothing but mobile stuff and Pokemon Unite, but nobody cares about that.
0: Oh, yes, well, they do. Uh, it's the very thing popular. that I care
2: about is they are remaking Pokemon Cafe to oh. not suck. Mm. So is that possible? Pokemon Cafe Remix. Is that possible? Uh, they seem to think so. They're willing to invest the money into it anyways.
0: Yeah, well, they're trying to fix their investment the first time around, maybe.
2: What
1: sucked? Was it too gacha? Um
2: Yeah, I just... Um, there was a lot of gacha mechanics, the puzzles weren't really pulling me in, um, the pacing was pretty bad. How
0: about it wasn't fun?
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of things together that made it not fun. So
0: let's take the same mechanics and try it again, and then it'll be fun. Hmm.
1: Well, you know, hope. Pokemon Company, if you want me to drop 40 bucks on the spot, do another Pokemon Picross. cross. How yes,
2: about please. some paid
0: DLC for, a Snap?
2: That Why would, would you nice. do a paid DLC when you're
1: Because you could free. get more
0: money out of people with paid. Eh. <laughs> the idea is to make money, Anna. So do paid I DLC. Mean,
1: if, <laughs> I would happily pay 20 bucks for another island with exactly. all new levels. Yeah, what if you
0: got like four new levels for 20 bucks?
1: That would be cool.
0: Is that too many? I don't know how many the main game had. That might be too many.
2: Um, <laughs> I would say one level for 20 which is what Kelly suggested. Whoa. Is probably the one that makes a little more sense. Okay. Or one island. Yeah, there can be multiple courses on an island. Because
1: I think the average is about three courses plus the night. They're all night and day, or maybe two of them night and day, and one of them just night a uh, day. I want to say I I don't know. Um, do we not care about brilliant diamond and shining pearl so much that we're dreamcasting casting? Uh, pokemon snap dlc I, mean, I played these when they came out i don't
2: care like
0: I... why do we need remakes of every pokemon game
1: okay because... the answer to
2: that is people want to be able to play the games legitimately so don't knock that place i'm kind of meh because i didn't i i barely touched these games when they originally came out so i have no nostalgia that pushes me pulls me into it
0: Wait, wait wait wait, wait. anna why do I need remakes to play a game legitimately? Just put the game out on emulation or something.
1: Um, because those games haven't aged very well at all. Okay. all right. They have the old experience share. Um, c- certain things that they've put in new newer Pokemon games, like being able to access the box anywhere. You think they're going to change those things? Yes. Yeah. Right. They always do when they do these updates. They're basically bringing quality of life features. But like, don't we it. need
0: to go back and remake the first two games and the next two games with those quality of life features? I mean,
1: technically, we did that with uh... Uh,
0: Omega and and Sapphire. Don't have, um, like the the updated XP share.
1: Yes, it does.
0: No, they don't have the one that it gives it to everyone. Even if they're yes, like... they do. Okay,
1: I played that whole game. Oh
0: trust oh me. oh! You have to equip it though, don't you?
1: No, is is an option.
0: Well, shoot, Kelly. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's why I was so excited about that remake, because...
0: Uh, I played that, and I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I you played the remake, it, like, and sh- I don't remember. <laughs> you unlock it shortly after the first gem. I feel sad.
0: I should remember this. Okay.
1: It's well, it, like you literally have to like have stopped the game not to unlock it. It's so it shows up like almost. Okay. 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 All right.
0: So back to (laughs) to diamond and pearl. Um, Um, they really, they're really trying to get people interested in that underground again.
1: Yeah, that I mean, that was one of my favorite bits about the original oh. game. Okay. Um, yeah, to
2: me, that is actually an exciting thing—being able to customize an area so that you can catch very specific Pokemon.
0: Oh, that right, sounds that's cool. New. I was going to say the underground was such a waste of time in the first one, but I guess that—that's the thing they're making it not useless this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't completely not useless because you—you you dug in the underground to get your. Um, special evolution stones. But now now that they're adding more to it, I kind of can't wait for it. And it looks like there's actually Pokemon that you can catch in the underground now.
2: Yeah, so you can start to customize the underground so that um, different Pokemon show up in different areas depending on the kind of um, furniture and decorations you have down in your secret room.
1: That looks fun. Um, they they didn't really elaborate much on this dim or that video as much as they elaborated on the next one, though.
0: Which was.
1: Um. So we're getting more. We got more information from Pokemon Legends Arceus this week.
0: Yeah, they showed walking around in Arceus a lot.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the the original trailer they showed didn't really elaborate a whole lot. This, you know, you're walking around, you can sneak up on Pokemon to catch them. You have to kind of, you know, some of them will run away on site so that you have to sneak up on them or some of them will attack you. Um, the thing that I'm excited about is the new, so they showed new, um, so this is his Hisui? Mm-hmm. Um, they showed h- new which becomes
0: later, which is the diamond yeah. and pearl. Area. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So they showed new evolutions or like special evolutions of some of these Pokemon that weren't available previously. Beardy Growlithe. Yes. Temple Dog Growlithe.
0: Um, um, okay. Kelly. This game looks barren and devoid of activity or fun or anything to do. Like, you, you're you literally running around looking at Pokemon to catch, which is fine. You do that in Pokemon games, but that's it. There's there's nothing else to do here. There's no enemies. I, there's just the Pokemon. There's no bases to, to conquer, no towers to climb. Like, I get that not every game needs to be like an Ubisoft-style open-world game, but this open-world game... It's a little open, like a little too open. Like there's nothing to do in the sandbox other than catch Pokemon, which I already do in Pokemon games.
1: What is this? What is this game? I mean, you're basing this off of the single trailer. I'm
0: basing it off what they showed to us to get us excited for the game. And I'm saying there's nothing exciting here. Like, okay, I can hang glide with a bird. All right. So I can fly eventually. That helps me get around the boring world faster. <laughs> <laughs> I can can put handlebars on a fish, also.
2: (laughs) Also, the fish is the souls of your dead enemies. Oh, gosh. No. Even worse, the fish is an amalgamation of fish that didn't make it.
0: (laughs) During spawning season. Yes. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Like, it's not even... There's not even a see that mountain. You can go there in this game. Like... You can probably go to most mountains, and then, you know, each one's a different region with different Pokemon in it. And, like, if you go to the one that has a lot of moon, there's Clefairy. Woo! Yay, Clefairy. I
1: mean, I'm sure they're going to release more trailers that elaborate on
0: what you can do more. Like, but this is a, this is open-world game. Why can't I milk a milk tank, for example? Like, what am I doing? Where's the crafting? Where's the building? Where's the anything you would do in an open world? Like, if you're going to have nothing, let me make something. If you're going to have nothing, let me... Or if you're going to have an open world, let me do something. There should be things for me to discover it, and interact with. Instead, just Pokemon.
1: It sounds like you're wanting Pokemon Breath of the Wild.
0: I, well, I mean, but the they're making an open world game. That's what that is. Like, if they're going to make a new type of open world game, that's fine. But, like, what am I doing in this world? Why is the world open if not to interact with it? And what can I interact with?
1: I mean, I I'm not the dev. I don't know what to okay.
0: tell you. Anyway, that's where <laughs> I'm at right now, and I have got a lot of concerns because of this.
1: <laughs> I I am I'm curious about it. I'm waiting for more trailers where they will elaborate more. Yes. Um, I'm happy that they're sort of trying something new and just not recycling the same stuff over and over again. But I I don't know. They had they've been very um. They're quiet drip about feeding
0: us. That's for sure. Either that or they're but, just way far off of finishing it. But they have a but, date.
2: But it's a date. <laughs> it's it's gonna be here in January. And like uh you know, I'm I'm in a Discord where it's like a bunch of people that are former or current game devs, and like someone pointed out there is exactly one tree in that trailer that has yes. a shadow.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, the internet's been having a conniption fit over the graphical style of that game. And, like, I I want to sort of
2: not defend, but I want to sort of be like, this were the same complaints about Sword and Shield before it came out, but also we're three months away from release, and why are we still in the polish Sword phase? and
0: Shield had gyms and stuff to do, though. Like, I knew there was an, a basic Pokemon structure to the game. Like, okay, yeah, the graphics aren't great. It's on the Switch. I kind of expected that. <laughs> This is on the Switch, the graphics aren't great, and there's nothing to do? Now hold on a second, what are we here for? <laughs> like, this is turning into that Pokemon Home game, but just now it it's a much wider home.
1: Pokemon Home, that's an app.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's my point. This is just a giant box for your Pokemon. Whereas the box is the world.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. But... Why? that's what i don't I, understand why because it looks to me it look, you know running around catching pokemon in an open world looks kind of fun to me all right but i also love the crap out of pokemon but what are you gonna so, do with them
0: fight uh, other pokemon
1: okay trade fights so there's nobody there
3: <laughs> i'm sure the deep story will carry you along chris and like
0: they can't have internet right and like, so here's another dumb thing about, so Pokemon are all about being digital monsters, right? This is an age before digital electronics exists. How does that even function?
1: I think apricorn. Or the, or, yeah, was, apricorns. Apricorns. <laughs> apricorns.
0: <laughs> Just get the aliens guy. Apricorns. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm very much at the point of overthinking it now. So
1: yeah. You, you, you know, think? It.
0: You know what? Screw you all. <laughs> If that's the way you're gonna treat me, then forget it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna double down.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, Next I'm
2: story, just... please.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you you know what you you play that cyber punch, cyber punk patch. What? <laughs> there, there, there's a new cyberpunk you go play that. that your is really punishment hard to is say. go play
0: cyberpunk
2: No. oh what a terrible punishment <laughs> no! maybe the patch they have released no! this week will make it better right
0: so right? um cyberpunk finally put out patch 1.3 so if you went back which I did and find the um the, the roadmap. The, the roadmap that they put out. Yeah, and you can see that uh, 1.3 was the big final bug fixing patch on their roadmap. Before they would then focus on new free DLCs, uh, some of which are in 1.3. Um, so there's some new content in there. And then after this comes like the next gen console upgrades. So the um, the patch itself has a bazillion updates so like this is like the final part of like their giant let's fix fiberpunk, cyberpunk uh, at least their first push for fixing cyberpunk i'm sure there'll be more um, it's a big patch if you've been waiting for the game to get to the point where it's pretty much fixed or at least their big first push of fixes to be done it's here this is it it's time for you to jump in again If you've been waiting for the game to um, get upgraded for the next-gen consoles, you still need to wait a little bit longer. That'll be the fall, probably. Um, And if uh, Cyberpunk is just fundamentally broken as a concept and you ever want to touch it again, you probably should continue not touching it. (laughs) Because I I don't think it changes that much. (laughs) We're talking about fixes like, now the map is more zoomed out while you're driving around so you can get around the city easier, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make
3: the game fun.
0: I... That I can't speak to, of course. I haven't played it before and after, and so there are so many things adjusted. Balance adjustments, quest adjustments, bugs fixed. So, like, it's a giant patch on top of a couple previous giant patches. So if you've been holding off for, like, the giant patches, I do think it's time to think about it. And um, if you didn't care, then just continue not caring. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, You finished the game, right? Yeah, You yeah. should play it again, see if it's better now. Eh, do no. I have to? It was fine. Do I have to? <laughs> I don't
3: really want to play it again, though. Oh, alright.
0: <laughs> I'm apparently I was... being sentenced to play it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, since you don't want an open-world Pokémon, apparently.
0: No, I do want an open-world Pokémon, but I do expect the world to have something to do in it. <sighs> No, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Tell me about Arcadian
1: Access. Atlas. Well, um, this is by the developer Twin Otter Studios, and they're publishing this tactical RPG. And the announcement c- comes ahead of the game's appearance during Gamescom 2021. Uh, Did you kickstart this, Anna? No. This is the one with the raccoons, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, this is the one with the raccoon. I don't know I why think I kickstarted. This. I only this I only remember this is the ago. tactical
0: RPG that has the raccoon people. I don't know why yeah. that, but that's how it stands out to me.
1: <laughs> see, I didn't see raccoon people in the trailer. They all aren't saw... in
0: this trailer.
1: Okay, because all I saw was like, wow, they're really going for the tactics, ogre, mm-hmm. dire world vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. this. so this is
0: the one that's really harping on the the FFT stuff. Um, well, this is the one. I guess there's been a lot of those, huh? Yeah,
1: I mean, that's why I liked Disgaea so much back in the day, because tactical RPGs before that were just political politics and despair.
0: <laughs> By the end of it, you were blaming yourself. Or God. Pretty
1: much. Um, sp- speaking of despair not so much politics, we've also got uh, Shin my Tensei Five uh, Second news video with characters that were introduced.
0: Yeah, they're showing some of the... Uh enemies you're gonna have to fight it looks like i think actually i don't know
1: so you've got a, a demon hunter that wears a police outfit yep but he also works on alongside of demons. <laughs> yeah that is a you only have some Chinese... demons i guess <laughs> yeah and then you've also got a character that's an archangel
0: yep so you can see uh... like someone on the chaos side someone on the order side it kind of like, oh, I wonder if these are NPCs that I'm going to have to choose who to align myself and choose my ending. Like every other SMT thing.
1: I mean, that's SMT in that's a nutshell. SMT,
0: yeah. The yeah. newscast video was fun. I watched it. I can't understand it because it's in Japanese, but it was still fun to watch. So um, we have a partial translation of some of the concepts in our article. So you can kind of see some of the, the aspects they they showed off. Um, they
3: they do offer English subtitles if you. Click oh, did they? It. Yeah, I watched the whole thing without English
0: subtitles.
1: <laughs> hey, look at that! Uh, there we go. <laughs> I will admit I do enjoy it um, because I follow Alice on uh, their YouTube channel, and every day for a while now they've had like a new video highlighting a demon, just like various demons from the series and how they've updated them for this new um, game. That's not on
2: YouTube. That's on Twitter. It's been on YouTube, too. What? There's been videos that go with them? Yeah. Okay. On Twitter, there's just, like, descriptions and stuff. But the description goes over, like, um, how they approached designing them and what changes that they made and why they felt it was important to make them and stuff like that. So it's been really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's on their Japanese account. Ah, okay. Which that explains... A lot, but yeah, they did um, Ketchi the other day. Um, Kate Sith, who the SMT version of Ketchy looks like Puss in Boots, and if I'm ever gonna get an SMT tattoo, that's gonna be it, because I, I I love Ke- I love the concept of Ketchi and I love Puss in Boots, and yeah, but that's just me.
0: So I did um, notice in this had? game they have Magatsushi, just like uh, in SMT three. So, like, the little things you eat to make your main character more powerful or choose how it's going to develop. So, I guess that mechanic's coming back. Probably not news, but I noticed it now that I've touched Nocturne. And, uh, yeah, a lot of um, menus and pictures of your demons that looks like they come out of the mobile game. (laughs) (laughs) To me. I don't know. (laughs) And, yeah, there's a... there's a lot going on here, and your hair is still delightful. Your character's hair is just amazing.
1: She probably uses a good conditioner. It's a guy. He. Yeah. Oh, the... I know.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to, to argue with Anna. No, that is not a guy. I'm like, no. That is a man with fabulous hair. And she proved it to me. I'm like,
1: oh, okay. Okay. I thought that it was non-binary, but.
0: Apparently not. Well, you know what? Maybe they'll go for that. Because I was kind of wondering why they don't have a choosable sex at this point in SMT. It seems weird to don't me.
1: Don't know. Don't know. Um, we've also got uh, news about Mary Skelter finale, including a free DLC called "Locked Up in Love." Yeah, Anna, you wanted to talk about this story.
0: Anna, how many Mary Skelters are there? Three. <laughs> okay, this is the third one. It's yes. not out yet.
1: Correct. So what was
0: what's what's, a, what's going on with this story?
2: Um. So. Um, Mm -hmm. the, there was, um, a visual novel that came out, but it was only available in Japan.
0: Whoa. The screenshot here is a bit racy. Do you mind if I touched your abs? What is going on here?
2: (laughs) So you can sort of build up relationships. Well, not that kind of relationship. What are we doing here? Yeah. So, um, this sort of locked up in love Visual novel basically throws all of the characters into like everybody has sex with everybody high school situation. Oh, (laughs) so it's it's like quasi canonical. Yes, Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes came to me as I hear. Um, hi Twinkie. All right,
0: so. The DLC Locked Up in Love True End, it's a canonical part of the series, was released as a pre-order bonus in Japan. The Western release will also include Locked Up in Love Blood High, a spin-off putting them in a high school setting. So you get lots of DLC here. You get Japanese voices, English subtitles, uh, whereas the base game will also have English voices. So, um... No. Yeah. The base game will have English and Japanese voices, whereas the uh, (laughs) DLC only gets um, Japanese voices. So, there you go. You oh, excited? okay. Sorry. Are you excited, yes. for you yes. excited for this game? Excited for this game? You've been waiting for the thrilling conclusion to yes. Mary Skelter, one, and then its prequel. Oops, spoilers.
2: Well, so, yes. And then you can play uh, them in either order, though.
0: Yeah, and it looks like you don't have to play either because this uh, the main game is going to have an adventure mode that summarizes the story of the first two games. Correct. So you'll get all caught up and be ready to go with what's next.
2: Yep. Although honestly I'm thinking about busting out so um, um Mary Skelter 2 again, on the Switch <laughs> has Mary Skelter 1 baked into the game. Yeah. And originally when it came out in Japan, you had to play Mary Skelter 2 to unlock Mary Skelter 1, yeah. which they redid in the Mary Skelter 2 engine. Um so I've finished Mary Skelter 2 and I've unlocked the original game. Or you can just download a DLC that lets you play it from the start for the mm. North American version. Okay.
1: I was about to ask you, do I have any reason at all to hang on to the Vita version if I've got the Switch version? Nope. Of... Okay. In fact, it sells pretty good. I was gonna say, I'm pruning my collection a little bit, and uh, that one might go.
0: Okay. We um, um, missed was a story here. Uh, Lineage W was announced by NCSoft. That's right. You remember Lineage the MMOs? They're making no? another one. <laughs> uh, okay. It's called Lineage W will be put out for PC, iOS, Android, Switch, and PS5. PC and console versions will use NCSoft's purple crossplay service. So, it's a new that entry in the Lineage franchise, which has been running over 20 years. It, the game is planned to act as a compilation of the series. Okay. Uh my question is: Do you get to fight really, 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 really tall dragons like you could in like the lineage games? So that's all I remember from trade shows showing giant dragon boss fights where the people were no bigger than their toes.
1: <laughs> oh, holy crap! You weren't kidding about this game selling good, Anna. <laughs> Which one? Mary Skelter for the Vita.
0: Oh yeah, H-
1: hundred and forty. There you go. Jeez.
0: Looks like it's time for some release dates, Kelly.
1: Yes, yeah, so... And we get the one I can barely pronounce. Shuan Yuan Sword 7 has a release date set for September 30th. Ooh. Um, I never extract... Oh, wait, yes, we did extract these. Um, Arborea is launching on September 9th. Mm-hmm. Um Anna's excited about this one. The original Nexomon is hitting consoles on September seventeenth. Yay! Um hey hey guys, have you have you played Skyrim yet? I have no. played it on the Alexa. That
0: doesn't <laughs> count.
1: What why not?
0: <laughs> I eat all the cheese. <laughs> mm. You can't even do uh, that. They showed well, in the video. Kelly... You can't even do it.
3: Kelly, I'm waiting for it to come to the next gen consoles, you know, like I got to have the the, the latest and greatest. I want I want PlayStation bugs
1: in
0: the next generation.
1: You're in luck because Skyrim Anniversary Edition is hitting uh, pretty much all the consoles on 10 years to the date, November 11th, 2021. Mm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Chris is excited.
0: Why is it still coming out?
2: Because they, they have pair? to release it on everything. Well, it's already on yep. Game Pass According anyway.
1: to Todd Howard, people buy it.
2: Oh, well, all right. Well, I this mean, literally what Todd Howard can't be done. wrong.
0: Can we do mods on here on the PS5 version? No. No.
2: Although, if you get the Anniversary Edition...
0: Wait, what? There hold will be... on, hold on, hold on. What Anniversary Edition? You just said Skyrim's coming out for the PS5. Yeah.
2: So, if you have the Special Edition that's already out on for PS4. On on consoles, Uh you will be able to do a next gen upgrade to either Xbox Series SX or PS5 for free. Okay. But there's also an anniversary edition coming out, which will include 300 pieces of stuff from their. 500 pieces. Sorry, 500 500. pieces of stuff from that, like, modding kit that they put out that you could, like, submit. Yeah, that's it. You could submit stuff to the developers to oh is this
0: how they're getting around the paid dlc thing yes. finally <laughs> oh man
1: see i wonder if those 500 pieces of content are gonna be like anything useful or just 500 versions of thomas the train dragons
0: i'm gonna guess there's zero versions of thomas the train dragons on the official release because copyrights
1: yeah i guess that's true as as long as one of those mods is, is getting rid of the over-encumbered thing, I'm cool. I, I digress. <laughs> we don't I, even I do, know what
0: they are. Like, oh. All right. So I, this is so confusing. It's going to come out on November 11th. It includes a full game. All three adi- all three expansions and over 500 pieces of content. That's the anniversary edition. That's if you, you want to just buy the anniversary edition. You don't have any Skyrim right now. Okay. That same day, we'll also see the launch of the dedicated PS5 and Xbox Series XS versions of the game, which will be available as free upgrades to those who already own the respective PS4 and Xbox One versions. Of the and then,
2: special edition.
0: Of. It doesn't even say on here. But yeah. Alongside a paid upgrade option for the anniversary edition content. Now, does that include the expansions? Because I thought the special editions already had the expansions. So if it's just the 500 pieces of content, I hope it's not a very expensive upgrade. But whatever. And that's all we know. And that's it. And then you can. You can watch this video we have of 30 minutes of people who made the game watching the opening of the game again, because why not?
1: Hey, I I think this is relevant, at least to my interest, because we have a Skyrim backtrack coming up pretty much around the 10-year anniversary.
0: I I was going to be on the Skyrim backtrack, but then I took an arrow to the knee.
1: (laughs) Oh, You need to be on the Skyrim backtrack.
0: I didn't even finish Skyrim.
1: Um, That doesn't matter. (laughs) You can still talk about it.
0: See that tree? You can go there. It's the only tree we have. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, that's Pokemon. Never mind.
1: (laughs) I thought you did finish it because you got to the Charles Martinet voice dragon.
0: Nope. Never got there. I saw that in a video. Okay. Okay. I, I don't never, remember I, well, how we had that conversation, but that was not from my play experience.
1: Okay. Well, if if you want on the backtrack, you're more than welcome because welcome. I've only got two people for that.
0: I, I'd love to, Kelly, but really, my knee, this arrow, is just, you know. So what's going but. on with, uh, do we have more, uh, we have more release dates. Uh Young Souls. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, Young Souls is out on the stadia and hitting other platforms in fall. Grr. and What does um, that
2: mean, Anna? I'm grr because I want to play this, but I don't have a stadia. <laughs> <And> <laughs> well, that's Josh.
0: okay. Oh, they,
3: on their trailer, they didn't even mention that they were out on stadia now. So <laughs> they also know that no one has it on stadia
1: wtf indeed and that was all of the release dates or new release dates we've also got new game releases this week
0: out this week king's bounty 2 ultimate atom caverns of chaos and the veil shadow of the crown that's the the one where you only play with sound Mm mm-hmm we have some new early access dates and or demos coming out. Uh, Maritime Callings coming to Steam Early Access in September. Metal Dogs Unleashed is coming to Steam Early Access next week. And then Tales of Arise has a demo out now. So go try that out. There's no um, save progress carryover on that one. Nope, though. nope, none at all. Then we have some editorial content. The reviews of The Veil are up. So you can go check that out on the site and see what we thought of that sound only game. Um, we've got Adventure Corner, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, because we love Greatest Attorney Chronicles. Um, we have Death Trash, Early Access Impression, Live by the Sword Tactics Impression. Is that a, a TRPG? I forget what that one is. Is that another looks like Final Fantasy Tactics game? Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> See what wow. the impression is on that one. Wow, yes it does. Um and then we have uh penning the solution to the penultimate problem. So, I like the alliteration. Don't know if it's any good. Go read the Wow. Wait, that's that's an editorial cuz they're talking about other games that I know. That's not mm-hmm. a game. That's an editorial. So there you go. See what the penultimate problem is and what their proposed solution is. So, go read that now that's uh that's an editorial from Jason McFadden. Thank you, Jason cool and uh that's all we got for content this week <sighs> our question of the week if you'd like to answer it do you play rpg demos did you try the tales of arise demo um and then i have to ask you kelly we've told you what everything's out and what's coming out this week are you gonna play any of it
1: Uh um, i'm gonna con- continue on with uh yeah world ends with you
0: that's fair what about you josh
3: I don't know. I'm, like, sitting here thinking about What do I need to be playing? Probably need to get back to Fantation. That sounds like, that sounds yeah, like something I should do. You finish that
0: game now. Yeah, I know. Anna?
2: Uh, the World Ends With You and yeah. streaming Legend of Mana and, I don't know, some visual novels. I have so many visual novels right now, I just need to so start many. playing some of them.
0: So many. Um, I think uh I'll keep trying Nocturne to see what I think about it. And then I also want to consider King's Bounty 2, since I think that's on Game Pass. Oh. So, and I've been looking for some non-standard games for me, different genres. I've been enjoying that lately. Um uh yeah. So here we go. Thanks everybody for joining us this week. Did anyone have any thoughts to leave people with?
1: Um, wear a mask.
0: Wear a mask. Uh, get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Yep. Pet your cats.
1: Yes, love love your cats. Enough Give your them gitty. all sorts of cuddles. Lots if you don't things. have a cat, love your dog.
0: Play with your cat multiple times a day. They need it.
1: Wow, I'm surprised your cat lets you rub its belly like that.
0: While he's sleeping, no less. Yeah, he's a he's a cuddle bus. He's a cuddle butter. Cuddle bug. I don't know. Cuddle bug. Cuddle cuddle master. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I''m, I'm looking forward <laughs> I'm looking forward to kitten Academy, and hopefully uh, mural will have your babies this week. New mm-hmm. kittens
0: all right, well, we will catch you next week, and we'll let you know whether or not the new kittens showed up and uh, what we've been thinking about the latest games, and we'll be a week closer to um cyberpunk coming out on on the next gen consoles with native apps, yay. What everyone's waiting for! Yay! Only a year late. <laughs> what are we? What are we actually waiting for this fall? What's the big game?
1: Judgment. Tales 5? of Arise.
0: Tales of Arise. Okay. What's the new Trails game? When's that out? Not till next year. Next year. Okay. Well,
2: yeah, they're all next year. All right then.
0: We'll catch you next week, everybody. Until then, bye bye. Bye
2: bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.